The following is a paid program on this station. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Oh, good morning, good morning. Oh, I hope your morning is going well so far. Okay, so how did we get to January 21st so quickly? When did that happen? Weren't we just saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year? And here we are. Almost. You were, the rest of us were kind of going through January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. We got here. And, and uh, I had a new baby, and so I guess that's all I've been focusing on. That's right. And, and let me clarify, grandbaby. Grandbaby. That's, that's right. Baby. Yes. 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 My daughter had number three baby over the weekend, so very excited. Everything great. Mom and dad doing great. Baby number three is great. His name is Riley. So nice. Congratulations, yes. Lynette. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. being a grandparent is certainly such a joy. Yes. And I never had my, I only had one and never grew up with that grandparent. So I kind of watched my friends as they became grandparents and all the things that they would do with their grandkids. And I thought, I want to do that. I love that coffee dates and hot chocolate dates and going here and going, you know, just some of those fun things. I thought, wow. So I've, I've been enjoying and loving that my kids live close. I mean, everything in life is relative, right? When you think back to your childhood and you think, well, your grandparents were old. And now that your grandparents go, hey, I'm not old. I was not that old. No. Yeah, I no. saw a t-shirt that said it, it's strange being the same age as those old folks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes. I think my grandmother always had the short permed gray hair, though, as long as I can remember. Haven't done that yet. So, yay. So I'm a little on cloud nine, a little giddy today, celebrating grandbaby uh, number three. Three, and you know how that is when you have another baby. So oh, another grandbaby. So yeah, ah, awesome. okay. So that was my weekend. Enough about me, Doctor Jerry Mixon in the studio, Doctor Samira Umat, and we will jump right on the phone lines in just a bit. Let me go ahead and give you that phone number. So if you are one that likes to wait until the end of the show to call, we don't want to miss out on your phone call. Here is the number to call. It's eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. to be a part of Leading Edge Medicine, our radio program today. We would love to talk to you, so go ahead and uh, get in on the phone. Uh, Lines are wide open for you, 800-465-8777. 
70. All right, Dr. Mixon, Dr. Umat, who wants to go first, talk about uh, what's going on in the medical world. It seems like we've lost a lot of young folks lately to that. Uh, we have. And folks are going, COVID, COVID vaccine, COVID booster. Uh, so how much truth is there to that, do you think? A moderate amount. Seeing? A moderate Okay, amount. Yeah. well, let's talk about the, that. You know, the, the issue is that... COVID, the actual virus, the spike protein on that virus does trigger a potent autoimmune response with people. I mean, that's it. It's that overreacted immune response that results in most of the deaths. It's not truly a pneumonia. It's a autoimmune attack on the, the blood vessels in the lungs and, and heart and brain. Um, since the vaccines are to that spike pro or components of the spike protein, there is some crossover. Mm -hmm. And so both the disease and the vaccine uh, trigger increased clotting cascades. And so we are seeing sudden deaths in some young, relatively young, otherwise healthy people. Um, <clears throat> it's sometimes hard to sort out since most high-risk people are by definition high risk. They have other conditions and problems, uh, which is why they got their vaccines early anyway. Um, but an awful lot of them have also been infected by the by the COVID, because the vaccine loses fifty percent of its its uh, protection in the first five months, and rapidly thereafter protection from infections go down. So a whole lot of us have been both vaccinated and boosted and caught COVID. the disease. COVID, yes. Yeah. So, you know, if I were to suddenly develop a, a clot and topple over this afternoon. Please don't. I will rather not and, you know, do what I can. But the reality is, if that were to happen, the question would be, was it because I got vaccinated or because I got the disease? Because I've had both. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yes, this is an organism that triggers cardiovascular events and and with emphasis on the word vascular blood vessels so you know we it's hard to tease it out the incidence of uh, of people that have had um, asymptomatic infections you know we we knew early in this in, in this disease that about 50% of the people who got infected had no symptoms mm. they never knew they were infected yes okay so then they go out and they get their vaccine so now they've had the vaccine and they've had an infection that they didn't even know about. You know, and then if something bad happens, was it the vaccine? Was it the infection? Yeah. Um, so this virus is ubiquitous. Most of the human race has now been infected at least mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. Many people infected so mildly that they never knew they were infected or right. they got a mild runny nose or they got a few days of achiness. And that was all their immune system you know, right. allowed to happen because right. they had a good immune response to it. So I don't know. Um, you know, people we, we are having court are referred to as excess deaths. Yes. Okay. And uh, so more deaths than we would normally expect. But we have now had this pandemic and we've had the vaccines and I can't swear which is doing it. Mm -hmm. Or is it a combination? Sure. Still learning and wondering because it was such a quick response yeah. to the COVID. Well, like I said, the you know I've said several times now the the response when this this uh, disease first came on the on the horizon, 
the predictions coming out of the Royal College in Britain and in some of the think tanks were that this was going to be basically a SARS-like mm-hmm. infection, only far more infectious, and that people would be dying by the tens of millions all over. You know, that in America, we were going to lose 20 million people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Mr. Trump listened to his advisors and he pulled out all the stops and he cut out all the red tape and we had a vaccine in world record time. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. The bad news is that when you make a vaccine start to finish in eight months, you in don't, world record time, you don't have years of testing on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know, frequently your strength is your weakness. And that was certainly the case here. We got a vaccine really fast because the people quote, were wanting it. The experts yep. were telling us if we, we don't get it. get it, you know, there are going to be dead bodies all over the streets. And so Mr. Trump listened and he did it. And but then you get the downside. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a vaccine that has been very, very sparsely tested mm-hmm. and you don't really know what the results are going to be. And it turned out in retrospect that the you know, the Royal College and the other doomsayers <clears throat> were grossly overreacting. Mm. This virus did, in fact, mutate as RNA viruses do. And it rapidly became one that is even more infectious, but far less serious for most people. And so now we're in the situation in which we have a vaccine. The government, uh, you know, has this strong vested political interest in in boosting the vaccine. Um, But we've got some downsides and people are saying, well, wait a minute, let's stop and think about this. And so, you know, my personal response is I had my initial two vaccines and I had a booster because I'm a guy in his 70s. On the other hand, I'm not fat Mm -hmm. and I'm fairly active. And so that means I would be at low risk despite my age. Nevertheless, more risk than I would have been at if I were 20 or 30. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I said, okay, wisdom says I should go ahead and take them. But now we have a bivalent vaccine and I'm not taking it yet. I'm waiting to see is there going to be a variant of this virus out there that is indeed killing a lot of people in my my age, shape, and condition? Mm-hmm. There isn't, at least not this season. Okay. You know, our, um, our number of COVID deaths and hospitalizations is only about 5% of what it was last year this time. Okay. And even less than two years, like in the thick yes. of COVID, correct? Yeah. But, you know, last year in, in January, February, we had a big, big spike in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have it now. Our our so-called spike is, you know, yeah, they said, yeah, it's up 20%. Yeah, it's up from 20% from almost nothing. You know? Yeah. Um, let me put that in perspective, okay? We're having about 200 people a day nationwide die of COVID. Or at least die with COVID, not yes. necessarily from COVID. Right. Um, because the hospital reporting is still a little skewed. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in with two bullets in your chest, and if your COVID test is positive, you're a COVID death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but 300 people a day are dying of drug overdoses because we've turned our southern border over to the drug cartels. Mm-hmm. And so we are losing 50% more people every day from drug overdoses than we are from COVID. Mm-hmm. 
And we don't hear about that in yeah. the news, and we're not seeing that. Yeah, so we've got a new, you know, we, we the, the emergency has been extended one more time, despite the fact that we have, you know, 50% more deaths from drug overdose every day than we do from COVID. Mm. It seems to me that the drug overdoses, since they're killing 50% more people, yeah, that should be where our attention is. Mm-hmm. Let's go. close the southern border. Mr. Biden, hmm. please. What an idea. Wasn't that an idea that they were working on a few years ago? Uh, th- that was a different president. I think his name was Trump. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When things were happening, economy was good. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> not going to get political here, but we can because it's Dr. Mixon's show. That's right. Uh, we've got the phone lines ringing and we've got quite a few folks that want to get in today with their questions. Okay. Let's go ahead and jump on the line and at least get the question. And then we can go to a quick break and come back and start uh, talking talking with you a lot of different topics here but let's uh, let's go down south we're going to head to Houston Texas wow we have Carl on the line hi there Carl and good morning thank you for listening hello Carl hello doctor uh, uh, there was a comedian once named Gary Shandley who said he stood up and then he groaned and he said oh I made the old man sound and <laughs> in the last four months, yeah in the last four months it's been happening to me you get this Uh-oh. pain you, I think you would even call it pain like you know, one or two but it's still very uncomfortable and stiffness for mm-hmm. about 30 seconds um, yep. uh, I'm assuming it doesn't require medical investigation but I thought I'd better ask uh, number two can you describe anatomically what's causing that? And number three, what kind of exercise should I do to uh, mitigate this revolting situation? All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I will discuss that because I used to have that same symptom. I would stand up and I had to kind of stretch oh. for a minute before I started to walk. Did you groan? Oh. Uh, of course he did. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I don't anymore. Okay. we'll talk about it just a little bit. All right. I think we've got some information, possibly some answers for you, Carl. You stay on the line. And John, Ed, and Rich, you stay on the line as well. This is Leading Edge Medicine. And we will be right back after this break. (laughs) Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. 
It was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark, like I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at danielnelsonmd.com. After I started on Dr. Mixon's program, their energy level just booms and the mood leveling out was so important. Your quality of life just is transformed. I am so grateful to longevity and Dr. Mixon's program. Morning, I'm Lynette here along with Dr. Jerry Mixon. Dr. Who actually resisted playing the air guitar yeah. during that riff. He really wanted to. I could see that you were playing it in your mind, though. Maybe we'll get another air guitar for you a little bit later. Well, we have Carl on the line from Houston, Texas, wanting to know what that what he said was the old man sound. The old man creaking, creaking, yeah. and what well, we can do about that. Samira, I love your husband's comment about that. So go, go ahead and and relate. Uh, what you told us during the break. It's <laughs> actually funny. Um, we had just built a new house, and uh, he was coming down the stairs one day, and he, the the staircase was creaking. And he goes, "Damn it! I paid so much money for this good staircase. Why is it creaking?" And then he realized, "Wait a minute! Those are my knees. That are <laughs> it's not it's the, not the staircase. It's I, me. I, it's I, me. I, said, Damn it. I told the builder I didn't want a squeaky staircase. <laughs> <laughs> but, you see, but you didn't mention anything about your squeaky." Joints. No. Squeaky joints. Okay, Dr. Mixon, what can we do about this? Can we do something as we're aging for our joints? Well, I can tell you what I'm doing and what happened. I can't point to specific studies to say this is how you get rid of creaky joints. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as Samara says, when I have an experience, it's a bit unusual because I do so much. There, you know, I don't have one magic bullet. Because getting old there is no one magic bullet. You know, as we are aging, as our our bodies are going downhill, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of different things happening to us. And in order to respond effectively, we have to do a lot of different things to address the different problems that are developing. You know, and it's not just the symptoms, it's the underlying metabolism we have to look at. So... Yeah, I was quite distraught by the fact that I was sitting on the couch, you know, and when I go to stand up, because my wife would call me in for something, I had to get up and stretch and stand there about five seconds before I could start walking and because everything was just stiff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the condition before I started the the senescent cell therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, like most men in their 60s and early 70s then, mm-hmm. um, my senescent cell load was, was building up. And those senescent cells have undergone a physiologic change. They are actually putting anti-growth, anti-healing compounds out into your system and preventing your healthy cells from responding as well as they could. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we did was the anti-senescent cell therapy. And that helped a great deal. It really did. Um, 
didn't clear things completely, but it made it a whole lot better. And then we started adding the, the intravenous exosomes. And that is the priciest thing that I do for me, but it was it's also kind of interesting because we take all that messenger RNA that we have extracted from the umbilical cords and cord blood of a brand newborn child that is designed to tell this child to grow and heal and you know get big and robust and strong. And so we put those same messages into my aging cells and help to reprogram them to grow and heal and repair and that made things a whole lot better and then the last thing was I went on the rapamycin a few months ago mm-hmm. okay and the rapamycin has probably had the single biggest impact on flexibility mm. um, interestingly uh, I had gotten to the point that you know touching my toes was a, about the limit of my mid 70s flexibility and over the last few months, I can now bend over and put my palms flat on the floor okay. in front of my toes. Wow. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many people in their 70s can do that? Yes. And people in their 50s can't do that. Yeah. I kind of sort of want to try that right now, but I, I, I think I'll wait until a break. Yeah. But, yeah, but I do that. You know, Each morning, I get up, I shave. Uh, I do a little stretch, and now I bend over. I put my palms flat on the floor in front of my toes. Then I drop my feet out behind me, and I knock out 60 push-ups. And then I go to breakfast. There yeah. you go. And yeah. then when do you do your walk and your run? That's after, after breakfast. Yeah, after, yeah, after yeah. I get some calories on board. Then I go out and hit about three miles on the trail. There you go. Then you go to work. Then I go to work. There you go. <laughs> my day. Carl, is that helpful for you? Are you thinking of some other things, too, that might help? Yeah, so you, uh, you've mentioned in the past taking something in combination with quercetin and tosa yeah ah. yeah that's the that's the how is it spelled what kind of dosage are you talking about and well it's a you sell yeah, it's, it in your clinic no we don't sell it it's a prescription drug it is in fact a an anti-neoplastic drug it's a drug that was designed to fight some forms of of uh, blood cancers okay uh it's a desitadib is the chemical. Uh, we actually swiped the protocol from Mayo Clinic <laughs> that uh, they did. They've done some research studies at Mayo on senescent cell th- uh, therapy, trying to lower people's senescent cells. So I didn't invent or discover this. I just read the research paper and said, wow, that looks interesting. And then since Mayo did it, I did it. Um, so, but yeah, it's a, it is a potent prescription drug. Uh, we use, uh, depending on your personal response, 50 to 100 milligrams a day for anywhere from three to five days, depending on, on your tolerance. Uh, some people like me, I do fine with 100 milligrams uh, three, for three days and 1,000 of quercetin with it. Uh, and then in a week, I do three more days. In a week, I do three more days. And that should lower my senescent cell load by about 70%. Uh, if the if the Mayo calculations are correct, and uh, then periodically every six to eight weeks, I do th- another three days, just because I'm 75 years old and I am forming new senescent cells and I like to keep knocking them down. Uh, some patients are going two or even three months between their touch-ups. A few are are doing every month. Uh, I'm kind of split the difference. I'm every six to eight weeks. 
Uh, and it's if I start to feel a little stiff or I don't have quite my, my get up and go, then I knock down my senescent cells again. Uh, so for me, it's every six or eight weeks. But these are, this you, is a, a potent prescription drug. Okay. And, and again, you know, it's yes. it's not the standard of care or anything like no, that. No. It's uh, And finding physicians who will write this is going to be difficult. Okay. And and what do you, how do you spell that right. drug, Dr. Mixon? D-A-S-A-T-N-I-B. Okay. Did you okay. catch that one more time, Dr. Umat? D-A-S-A-T-N-I-B. T-I-N-I-B. Okay. Okay. Starts with a T as in tall. D. No, D. D as in dog. D. D as in dog. Oh, mm-hmm. D. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, You're Carl. Welcome, sir. Thank you for calling in. I mean, there's a lot more being written about it. It's very popular. Um, everybody who is dealing with age management medicine is aware about it. Some people are prescribing it and some are not. But it's not that uh, your regular medical provider will do it for you or right. understands what it's for. Yeah, that's right. Um, they're going to... They're going to say, but you don't have leukemia. Why would we give this exactly. to you? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's go to another call. we got several lined up here. Uh, headed to Tacoma right now. We have John on the line. Welcome to Leading Edge Medicine, John. Hello, John. Good morning, you guys. Hey, here, a while back, I called in. I had a uh, uh, left uh, car- uh, carotid artery that was like 95%. Yes, yes. We talked and we asked you to check back with us. Yeah, well, Dad, I'm checking back. Good for you. I love patients you know, who actually everything. follow directions. <laughs> I know it. Ain't that neat? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I went into uh, uh, Good Sam and, and uh, oh, if anybody's looking for a, a good feeder at, at, at the hospital, Good Sam uh-huh. is a good feeder. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> Went in and they uh, put in the stent and uh, sewed everything back up. Good. And uh, the only thing that I noticed different was like like the first day I was uh, saying a word uh, multiple times, and I, and I stopped and I said, "Wait a minute, that's that's different." And uh, as time went on, that that passed, uh-huh. and everything. As I can tell right now, is uh, back to normal. Still Henri and all the rest of that stuff. You sound great, John. Yeah, yeah. and Henri is a, is a yeah. Henri is a bit of a productive sign, you know. Yeah, it says your, your sense of self worth is there. I mean, don't, don't cross me, yeah, damn yep. it. <laughs> oh, John, such a great report. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear it, John. Yes, thank you yeah. for calling I like in. That so much better yeah, than the guy who said. Well, I should have listened because now I had my stroke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had another no, question, John? It, uh, yeah, the uh, the doctor was well pleased with the ultrasound, and I'm going back for, for a second one and all that stuff. So Super. And, yeah, on the uh, coconut oil, uh-huh. uh, I, I've been getting the, excuse me, the uh, uh, refined. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, quote, unquote, naturally refined. Okay. Does that take take away the health health properties of the coconut oil? I'm not sure what they mean by naturally refined. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that's what I don't understand either. Mm, but it yeah. doesn't taste like coconut oil, where your your huh. your unrefined you know t- 
tastes like tastes like coconuts. Yes, I want it to smell like coconuts and taste like coconuts. So you <laughs> feel like you're on the beach. I like coconuts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know what they mean by unrefined. I mean, obviously, if you're if it. If it gets rid of the smell and the taste, they removed the, a lot of the esters that mm. are involved. Uh, yeah, you know the 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 uh, the moderate size triglyceride rides are probably still there, but I don't know. Uh, you know, I I know the the makeup of coconut oil. I don't know what that refining did. And the fact that it took out the esters that give it the smell and the taste worries me just a bit. But yeah, it might yeah, be that uh, you know coconut oil is known to increase triglyceride levels and yes, cholesterol. And so, if refining it means they're taking out some of that, make it more healthful. Maybe. But in the process, we don't know what they're doing to it. That's right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm afraid I can't help you much with that one. Fine. Okay. Well, I had to ask somebody because I didn't know where to where to go with it. So. Yeah. Well, I wish you'd ask somebody who could give you a decent answer, but instead yeah, you got no, me. I, I, I get but. one full answer from you. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm uh, almost eighty, so you know, I just uh, keep and, on and going, I'm, my friend. You got a good start. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Very hey, good. Hey, you gave a great answer, Doctor Mixon. Come on. All right. <laughs> Yeah. We're not but biased. You, you got to realize she's biased. I sign her paycheck. Biased at all. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand that. All right. Thank you so okay, much guys. for your call, John. Take care, John. Bye bye, sir. You are listening to Leading Edge Medicine. We will be back with Ed, and we have Rich and Joe Sett. John yes. sounded great. John sounded excellent. Thank you. We love it when we say, hey, let us know how that goes for you and, and call us back because we, yep. we love those we good do news stories. Know. We sure do. We'll be back with Ed from Nashville. In just Fire a moment. That's right. <laughs> Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1 800 465 8770. That's 800 465 8770. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine. Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you... Whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com nwvision.com or you can call 425-450-2020 425-450-2020 My husband and I are, as you said just right on schedule for falling apart in a very timely manner so uh, I do thank you for all your advice on the radio Hey, hey, Paula I want to marry you
everyone, and good morning. We're so glad you're here. Full studio today with Dr. Samira Umat, Dr. Jerry Mixon. My name is Lynette, and your phone calls today at 800-465-8770. So many of you have woken up and jumped right on the phone lines. That's a good thing. All right, we're going to head to Nashville now. Uh, We have Ed. And Ned, Ed, uh, do you say Nashville or Nashville? I Ed, say Nashville, there? but you, okay. So you must caregiver. have okay yeah, because I don't hear any uh, magnolias in your voice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Now, you're not we from the south. In Linwood. Okay, ah. that would do it. Nashville, if you if you move in in Nashville, if you're born there. Well, Ed, welcome to the show. We're glad you're. How can here we help morning. you, sir? Well, he has a problem. Uh, his toes and his heels are complaining with pain and he has me massaging several times a day but it's short term at best yeah Hmm. and you're the caregiver ed yes yeah ed's called us about his his client several times yes that's right yeah, Ed's he's what, 92. about 90 now, right? He's not going to make the call on his own anymore. No. Right. Yeah. no. Okay. Wow. So what can we do for heel and toes? Well, And then I have yes. a question about red light therapy. All right. Okay. Let me start with the, some questions for you about the heels and toes. Are they pink? Okay. Are they pink? Mm. They look normal color. Okay. He's a little bit mm, pale. And they put him on baby aspirin for blood thinner, and now he's getting more bruises when he bumps into almost anything. But I don't think it's significant. Okay. See, the two things that come to mind when somebody tells me that their toes and heels are starting to have problems, and that is, is it neurologic or vascular? Um. You know, if it's vascular, if the blood supply is getting bad, uh, that's that's a whole different issue. It takes regular therapy. Blood pressure is good, and his mm, circulation is good. Yeah, but when you, if you take your finger and you push down on his toe and then turn loose, it should blanch. In other words, some of the pink should go away with the pressure, and then when you turn loose, it should promptly fill back up with blood and turn pink again. If it stays mm, pale or it, it gets dusky. So, but it does blanch out and it does come back. Good. Okay. So that says the blood supply, at least grossly, is is intact. <clears throat> so he's not infarcted at this point. Right. And that, that leaves then neurology as our, as our next uh, issue. Sure, but Jerry, it could always be a combination of both as well. You In know, a 90-plus year old? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to see yeah. how we do at 92. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, well, I'll probably start skiing the bunny slopes again instead of black diamonds. But <laughs> anyway. With the great grandkids. <laughs> you, you are not typical. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You are absolutely right. He's not. <laughs> but, but people do ski in their 90s, That's so right. it's okay. Yes, they do. You know? and, well, the I great thing is, that, but yeah. I stand by my here, he is anything but typical. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure. That's true. That's true. Um, 
Yeah. The neurological is a little bit harder. And yeah, and you know, now we're starting to look at is this a peripheral neuropathy that's developing or is this more central? Is this coming from a spinal cord? Do we have a an impingement syndrome of some sort? Uh so he he's is gonna mildly diabetic. Okay. He's controlled by diet only. All right. But see, diabetics are famous for neurop or for peripheral neuropathies. Um, even with gabapentin with, help, uh, gabapentin decreases the pain perception. Okay, it doesn't fix the underlying problem, but it does usually alter the pain perception. The downside of gabapentin okay. is that if you take enough to make your feet comfortable, you sometimes get a little spacey and drowsy. Mm-hmm. Because it, it affects all nerve transmission, including in the brain, not just in the feet. Okay, So in damping down that transmission of the nociceptors in the toes and the heel to come up to the brain, it's also hitting the function of the brain itself. So it's kind of a dose-response curve, and about all you can do is try it, and you adjust the dose depending on wh- how this particular person responds and you're hoping that you can get enough comfort in the feet without screwing up his head too bad right so i think that's about where we are except to say you know get a good neurologist to do an evaluation uh because because i my guess is just based on our very very crude secondhand exam of his toes this is probably a a peripheral neuropathy, not a vascular issue, but you know that can't well, be a firm diagnosis by the guy on the radio. He had a minor stroke beginning of October and ended up for a couple of days at the VA hospital, which says he and does have vascular came disease. And visited him, mm-hmm. and mm, they are not unhappy with his progress. Mm, it was. They decided it was a TIA, not a full-blown stroke. Okay. And the head of neurology came into his room and said something to the effect of, you were the only 90-plus we have on this 40-bed floor. How did you get here so healthy, and what's your secret? To which his statement was to the other guy, the guy in the other bed, uh, put your ears on. This may be interesting. And he went through a number of things he did and didn't do. Mm-hmm. And his roommate spoke up with, I did the things he didn't do. I didn't do the things he did do. I'm 76. He's in better shape than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course, my, my, my favorite response to, you know, how did you get to be this age would, would be the, the old saw about older whiskey, younger women, and faster horses. But, you know. <laughs> well, Mike, his father's statement was something to the effect of how to live to a ripe old age. <laughs> have parents and grandparents who lived to a ripe old age and died of unnatural causes, such as being shot by a jealous suitor. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd extend that. A justifiably jealous. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. That's right. All right. Oh, Thank you for your call, Thank Ed. Thank you so much, uh, Ed. Luck, on sir. red light therapy. <clears throat> red light therapy is, you know, basically it's a way of, of, of dilating the blood vessels. Mm-hmm. You're, you're using near infrared uh which is basically heat 
and you're trying to to absorb that heat energy down into the tissues, warm them up, dilate the blood vessels, improve the blood supply, which, of course, helps the healing and response. That's right. How close do you have to be to the lights? Can it just be on in the room, or do you have to have it next it, to the skin? It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, there are... There are red diodes that put out a, appropriate frequencies of red light that don't get hot. So you don't feel warmth from them, but you need to, to basically surround the limb with them. Uh, they, they usually come in a kind of a flexible, quasi-rounded sheath that goes right down over the extremity. So it's in close contact, so you can get a, a, an intense amount of light down into the tissues mm-hmm. to kind of gently warm those deep tissues. Yeah, I've seen them for back pain. Would it help with they... his feet? It might, yes. Yeah. I, I know there are people that are are doing red light therapies for peripheral neuropathies. Well, they do them in physical therapy departments as well. Okay. I have not actually looked up a paper. Yeah. You know, I'm, someone is, uh, has almost certainly published papers on, on its effectiveness or lack of same, but I have not read said papers. Okay. But it's, it's okay. a little bit out of my area of expertise. I'm, yeah. I'm more looking at the physiology of what normally goes wrong mm-hmm. as we get older and how do we intervene. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Thank I you, hope I've been gentlemen some and ladies. Thank right. you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Time. Take care, Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, those phone lines yeah. keep ringing. Um, let's head to Centralia. We have Rich on the line. Good morning, Rich. Thank you for waiting. Hello, Rich. Rich. Do we have Rich on the line? Well, if he's speaking okay. to us, he's on mute. That's right. So you know what? We'll wait on Rich and go right over to Josette, who is calling in. Ooh, I like, love that name, Josette. I do, too. Sounds like a... Hello. Okay. Hello. Oh, I, I Hello. think we have Rich on the line. Hi, okay. Rich. Hello, Rich. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I don't know how we got on mute. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for being there. Uh, appreciate it. Um, I'm a healthcare provider, and I deal with with people, and I talk to them actually uh, generally from 45 minutes to an hour at a time. <clears throat> uh-huh. So I get to talk to them about different things. That's not my question, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the COVID vaccine, and okay. based upon the information that I'm getting from, uh, I listen to this Peter McCullough. Uh, yep, no, I listen to Ryan Cole uh, and uh, <coughs> Dr. Malone, and they they pretty much think that they should they should pull it off the market because it's yeah. basically hurting way more people than it's helping. <coughs> and um, anyway, and I also listen I also listen to this guy named uh, John Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, on he's a he does quite a few uh, podcasts on YouTube. Anyway, the thing that, I, that interested me was that the uh, Emma, the messenger RNA uh, genetic vaccines, if they want to call a vaccine, is, is just two of the seven that have been <coughs> approved or at least uh, licensed by the World Health Organization. And that, like, for example, in China, they have what's called the Sino vaccine. Yeah, and in uh, which is a deactivated, uh, you know, kind of like your 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 conventional vaccine, 
And they also have that down in Peru as well. I don't know what they call it down there, but well, they took the whole deactivated virus. I'm just wondering why they chose to go to this new technology, which is basically unproven. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say it's unproven. Sure, it's prone to be deadly, but just go to the, the um, conventional vaccine. I would probably take the conventional vaccine. I won't go anywhere near the messenger RNA. Mm -hmm. I did take the uh, Johnson & Johnson, which I regret, but I, uh, and it almost killed my wife. But um, anyway, I'm just wondering. Right. Let me have let me have my turn. It's available one. too. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. First of all, Sinovac just doesn't work with a hoot. That's that's its problem. And the Chinese gave a lot of it to Brazil, and it didn't work in Brazil either. <laughs> all right. So yeah, China's in real trouble. The, the reason they did their massive shutdowns. <clears throat> is because they realize they don't have an effective vaccine. Mm. They would not accept vaccines from the West because of pride. Mm. Sinovac was made in China by China for Chinese, and and so they, they have stubbornly refused to accept anything from the outside. But that has left their population basically totally open to COVID. Um, and so that's, you know, that's their choice, but... Sinovac is worthless. It just is. Um, your statement about... Yeah, yeah, we did. I followed those studies from the time Sinovac first hit the market. Uh, and, and the fact is, most Chinese won't take Sinovac. Yeah, actually, a, a very small portion of the Chinese population has been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. uh, that's part of why it is the, the current disease is sweeping through China. Mm -hmm. uh, probably three-fourths of the population of Beijing has now been infected. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, the good news for them is they, their, their shutdown system worked enough to prevent early epidemic they now have variants of it, basically our Omicron variants, mm -hmm. that are not nearly as deadly. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's getting infected, but very few people are dying relative to the general population. 80-year-olds are dying like flies. Mm -hmm. They just are. 80-year-olds tend to die. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much to kill them. To your comment about the, the MRA vaccine doing more harm than good, you're certainly right with young people. Uh, no child, well, I won't say no child, a child who is on chemotherapy for his cancer, who has a suppressed immune system, probably needs a vaccine. Mm. A healthy child does not need the vaccine. This disease does not kill healthy children. Uh, they're far more danger from the flu than they are from COVID. Flu kills children. COVID kills old people. <laughs> it's old and fat. So if your child is morbidly obese, yes, vaccinate him. If your child is normal weight, he's not going to get hurt by this, this disease. Um, <clears throat> if you're 75 or 80 years old, I think you probably need to be vaccinated because you're at higher risk of dying from, from the illness. But if you're under about 65 or 70, you, unless you're, you're significantly overweight, you probably don't need the vaccine. I mean, that's the real world. So, you know, we're giving it to a lot of people that don't need it. And we're forcing people to take it that don't want it. And that's wrong.
So we got to take a break, but we'll be back. Hang That's on. right. You stay right there, and we will be right back, Rich. This is Leading Edge Medicine, and we have Rich on the line. We'll continue that conversation. Josette and Barbara, you're coming up as well. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. The thing that uh, struck both of us most strongly right from the beginning was libido. Our sex drive went out the roof. It was like being 18 years old again. It was pretty wonderful. And it was something we had been missing for quite some time. Hey, with that falsetto, I, I'd like to check that person's testosterone levels. Yes. I think they're very low. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Dr. Samira Umat, Dr. Jerry Mixon, and we have Rich on the line. We're going to finish up our conversation with Rich. You know, Rich, the messenger RNA, our bodies produce messenger RNA all the time. Uh, it is the primary methodology by which our gut flora uh, communicate with the rest of our cells. And our cells are sending messenger RNA back and forth uh, by means of exosomes and acellular vesicles on a regular basis. This is, this is the body's normal communication channel, uh, other than just nerves. And it's, it's very effective. And if we learn to use it properly, okay, our problem with these vaccines has been we twofold. One, we had we jumped all in a big big hurry because the experts had terrified us about how horrible this virus was going to do you know i mean they were literally predicting piles of dead bodies in the streets mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that made everybody frightened and then frightened people overreact and that's what we did um 
messenger RNA has some advantages, though, in rapid changes. Uh, you can change a messenger RNA vaccine very quickly and very efficiently, and it has some real advantages for manufacturing. The trick is to perfect the technology uh, because our early attempts were lacking, and they certainly are. It uh, doesn't mean that the technology doesn't have promise, <clears throat> but you want to do it in a orderly, systematic, careful over time sort of way. We don't want to be jumping into it and say, oh, my God, we got to do something. We got to do it right now. Well, <clears throat> that's how we get in trouble. <laughs> so um, I, mean, you know, you could, I could branch this conversation out to a lot of different areas, but I, of I course. Will, um, be, be um, <clears throat> I focused. Um, I guess the thing about the messenger RNA is that that I'm hearing, I mean, and I see patients that uh, that sure. either relate how their <clears throat> loved ones got these heart arrhythmias that continue, yes. or I had one patient that got what's called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome class, I think it's class B or class 2, I can't remember. Okay. It's where he had that, uh, the, uh, the herpes virus up into his ear. And, you know, and then I went online to say, well, do they have any confirmed cases of this? And and according to what I read, well, there's only been one confirmed case. Well, then I must have seen him or there's a second a second case of it because it, this is a yes. younger person. And, um, you know, I and then this the, the thing about the uh, the end of the myocarditis where it, mm -hmm. it scars the heart and then puts people into a fatal arrhythmia seems to be the problem uh, that like for example this football player uh, yes. you know they they they, they 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 said well he had commotial cortis and you know according to peter mccullough that's not possible with when you have the uh chest plate on there with your shoulder pads and the fact that he had a secondary uh, or a, a second a cardiac arrest, you know. So he said, you know, the guy had a primary um, primary uh, heart failure uh, on the field. So, uh, yeah, it was a cardiac I, arrest, I, I, not a failure. But yes, okay. Yeah, but, but, that's what I meant. That I, yeah, let, let, let me, think well, when he, yeah. Let me let me comment about that a little bit. It's true that everything that the <clears throat> everything that the the virus does that involves the spike proteins, the vaccine can do too. Mm -hmm. And But most people at this point have been infected with the virus as well as having their, their vaccines. And so sorting out which was due to the viral infection, and remember half the people that got infected had no symptoms. And so if 50% of the people infected don't know they're infected, mm -hmm. and they spread it to other people who don't know they're yeah. infected, yeah. you know, how much of this is due to the COVID and how much is due to the COVID vaccine is just getting more and more difficult to tease out. But you're right. The number of excess cardiovascular deaths has significantly gone up. And whether we blame it on the virus or the viral vaccine or some combination thereof, I don't know. Um, you know, and I, I, I wish I did. But we are where we are. And what we have to do is to, you know, we deal with it the best we know how from this point on. Mm -hmm. uh, and well, we'll speak, as, Peter as I said, made I the point, made that exact point. He, he said that, that they tested that when there was no vaccine. You know, they would do these 
sort of test to see, uh, sure. you know, what was wrong. And he said that they, they had to shut it down because they, they weren't finding it with the, with the virus. But then uh, after the introduction of the virus, then you had these excess deaths that yeah. started to occur. So he blames it on the vaccine and he and, doesn't and, blame it necessarily. Yeah. And he can. And many people do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to swear that they're wrong. I'm just telling you, I personally I'm having difficulty teasing out how much is due to which. But I've also told you and told everybody, I am not taking the bivalent vaccine as long as the hospitalizations and deaths of relatively young, healthy people are as low as they are. We are getting 50% more deaths from fentanyl overdose coming across the southern border than we are from covid and why on earth would I want to take a, take a yet another vaccine that I'm not sure I need that may or may not have significant deleterious effects when the risk for my population is so low? And I'm sure as hell not sending my 10 year old daughter for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that's just. Yeah. Let's wait and see where we are. Yes. Hey, Rich, we've got <clears throat> some other you. callers. Thank, thank you, you for so call, much for calling in. Thank you very in. much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care, sir. You bet. Thank you so much. Uh, just a few minutes before our break, we are Leading Edge Medicine, and we're here each week. We love answering your questions, uh, talking with you about uh, things going on in your life, uh, your opinions on things, uh, especially questions about diagnoses and also symptoms, maybe something that a loved one is going through or you're going through, we welcome your questions and we have a toll-free not, uh, line for you to call to be part of our live show. We have one more hour today, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Of course, the show being brought to you by Longevity Medical Clinic. And we invite you, it is a new year. If you have been listening to the show and you hear a lot of people say, hey, I've been a patient for years or decades. Decades. And uh, some say I've just been there uh, as a patient for six months or maybe a year and already noticing a difference. We invite you to also come in and get that free health analysis appointment. Find out what's going on in your body. And Dr. Yumat, maybe you can tell us uh, about those two tests. They're not big, scary tests. We just have you come in, fill out some health information so we know what life has done to you so far, as Dr. Mixon says. And then a couple of quick tests that we can get started and know kind of where you are at risk for. Yeah, I mean, the in-body, I have a love-hate relationship with that machine. (laughs) So does my wife. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, I love it when I'm lean and mean, but when I'm not, I'm not getting on that machine. (laughs) I understand. No woman wants to have the machine say, you're fluffy. Uh, No, (laughs) fluffy would be much better. However, that is an important machine, and it's an important important test to know uh, about water and inflammation and muscle. Oh, yeah. And the you know, it's a new year and everybody starts making new resolutions. Mm-hmm. And it's yet another time to be a better version of where you're at. And we all know that inflammation is bad for us in the long haul. Acute inflammation, short bursts of t- periods of time when you have an injury, you need it to heal you. But after that, if it lingers and lingers and lingers, inflammation is bad. And visceral fat, when there's a lot of 
habit, which is deep fatty tissue surrounding internal organs, can increase your risk for chronic inflammation, and that then is the source of problem. It can re- increase risk for dementia, diabetes, cancer, degenerative joint disease. Everything bad can happen if it accumulates. And so this is the time to say, okay, what are my numbers and how am I going to reverse this? Because reversing it is possible. It is possible for everybody. It is possible at any age. You just have to have the will to do it. Yes. And the knowledge. And mm-hmm. the knowledge. Well, we'll help you with the knowledge. That's yes. Right. If you don't know, we will help you. And with that's that. the idea of the longevity medical clinic exactly. doctors. Mm-hmm. They're there to give you the guidance. Yes. They're there every week, weekly round. Dr. Mixon and I host them. The doctors have questions. In fact, sometimes they bring up answers for us to discuss and they teach us all. And it's a great way for us to stay connected with each other. All of us discuss things to help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we invite you to sign up for that free health analysis appointment. You can do that by picking the clinic near you, Kirkland, Tacoma, or Linwood. Pick the day and the time that works for you. We even have doctors available for you right now on Saturdays for your appointments. Call us at 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. Or you can go to our website, which is lmclinic.com. That's LM clinic.com. We'll be back with our number two of Leading Edge Medicine in just a moment. You stay right there.